Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Man, I tell you, I really enjoy my visits with Fofo Gillich. He is such a smart, dedicated visionary, so passionate about his city. And he's just a great friend. And, uh, you know, we never know where the conversations are going to go when we get together. There's really so much to talk about. But uh, but he's a gifted mayor, and he's someone I really enjoy spending time with. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to count him a really good friend, not only of myself, but of this show. Hey, listen, a, a really good friend of mine who's been on the show before who um, is active on Facebook, Bryant Lav Lavender, um, young man who's very motivational. And um, he, he posts a lot of really positive stuff, but he posted this the other day, and I thought it was terrific. It's from Legacy Letitia, whatever that is. Okay. Think big, start small, but most of all, start. That, I love that. I mean, that's so, I mean, that is so important. And, and, uh, and, it's, and it really speaks to this, this journey that we're all on for self-improvement. Um, let me uh, bring my friend Robbie D'Angelo in. He's a human optimization coach and a great friend of the show. And say, first of all, good morning. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, you posted this. You heard that comment. Think big, start small, but most of all, start. And then you wrote this. You wrote this in the last, you wrote this this morning, actually. Old mindsets can't create new miracles. Old mindsets can't create new miracles. You do. I think that the sort of the first challenge in self-improvement, whether you're thinking about your mental self-improvement or your physical self-improvement or improvements of your relationships, whatever they might be, the first step is to get started, right? I mean, that, I mean, isn't 100%. that the biggest challenge that you have is just, just commit yourself to take the first step. You hear it every day, don't you? You do. And it's, it's one of those things, like the first thing you got to do is you just got to like own your situation. And take responsibility for your life. I think that really is the first step where a lot of people struggle with is just saying, you know, if it is to be, it's up to me. I own my current situation. But yeah, you're so right. Taking action is one of the biggest things that I see people not doing. They try to think themselves into a better situation. And I'm sorry, that's just not how it works. I love what you've put, uh, the way you sort of describe what you do. But um, on your Facebook page, it says this. Biohack your mind, body, and soul to achieve peak performance and live a life of abundance you, that you don't need a vacation from. <clears throat> what a great thing. I mean, what you're saying is that when you can align your body and soul and mind and find peace, there's happiness in that moment. There's, there's a sense of purpose in that moment. And that's what you work so hard to help people with, isn't it? It's true. And, you know, one of the big things I've been working on lately is getting people out of this like state of chaos and into abundance. And you cannot do that until you align the mind, body and soul to one purpose. And it's just aligning that to your core beliefs, what you stand for and what you really want to accomplish in life. You posted two days ago this. You can't get over what you don't own. You can't fix what you don't face. Um, people do kind of have a tendency to fool themselves, don't they? And not be really honest about what's going on on the inside. 
It's it's true. I mean, that's that's you know why I said earlier, you've got to take responsibility for your life. So many times we want to play the victim, we want to play the blame game when really it's us. We put ourselves in that situation. We are the consequences of our own decisions. And the first step to change is taking ownership of that. Okay, so let's start with this. How many coaches do you have? I have three. Who, what are those? What do they help you with? So I have a mindset coach that I meet with religiously. Um, I have a bodybuilding coach right now that because I'm competing this summer. And also have a business coach. Um, even though like I do all three of those things in my own life, I coach other people in those areas, I want to get better. And I need that guidance in my life, too, if I want to reach the next level. What I like about that, Robbie, and one of the reasons why you're on the show so often is because we very much agree on so many aspects. And you know, I'm 63 years old, and but I have been on a lifelong mission to to uh, take care of myself, you know, mentally, physically, and otherwise. And what I believed, and I always said this, and I've said it on the show many times, so regular listeners know this. But the more you learn, the more you better learn how much you don't know, and that life is a journey of self-discovery and wanting to learn more. And Frankly, it's that mindset that you don't ever know it all, that you can't ever know it all, whether it's about knowledge or whether it's about inside yourself, that keeps you humble and keeps you looking. And what I'll, what the reason why that's important is because you spend you you actually make a living coaching people to improve their lives. But it's not like you suddenly arrived in a place that said, "Okay, I've mastered it now. Now I can go teach other people how to master it too." You're actually teaching people through your own experience. That it's a journey. It's a, you know you get up every day and you got to do it again. You got to do it again, and 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 you're coaching them to do and it do it. But you're also living by example. And I'll say one of the things that led me to asking you to be on the show today was you posted a video over the weekend about doing deep work, and you were very disclosing about the sort of the introspective thinking that you're doing, and you're asking you know you're you're urging people not to hold back that. That they that, be honest with themselves and look deep. And you shared your own experience as it relates mm -hmm. to that. And uh, I just think that's important that you're willing to to share that, be vulnerable, and very more important, very much more important, really, is that lead by example. Uh, that's important to you, isn't it? It's extremely important. I mean, I I never ask my clients to do anything I'm not willing to do myself. And for me, I can't speak my truth unless I first discover my truth. And I can't let spirit flow out of me unless I'm truly tapping into that. So that's why it's so important for me to first do the deep work and to really not teach from theory, but teach from wisdom. Well, and the deep work's not one and done, is it? No, it is a continuous process that's always changing. I mean, I'm literally learning new stuff about myself. I had a you know the revelation this past week. So I'm learning new stuff about myself literally weekly as I continue doing the deep work. Um, and a lot of it comes from helping my clients. Like I discover things about myself all the time through helping other people. And, you know, then I have my coaches too. So it is 100% a continuous process. And it helps you empathize with people. It helps you when you're, when you're sitting down with a client or a friend and you want to provide advice, you're not preaching to them. You're sharing your own experience. That makes, that makes a big difference, doesn't it? It does. I mean, what it does, it breaks down that wall. You know, so many people are scared to be vulnerable. And let's be honest, we all wear like this veil of armor that we think protects us from the outside world. It's our ego protecting us from pain and hurt. 
And by me sharing what I've been through, it kind of breaks down that armor and helps me bring out someone's truth. So, um, to people who don't know your background, you um, you played football. Uh, you were a really successful lineman. I mean, people would never guess that who don't who, who people who don't know your story that you were over three hundred pounds. You were eating everything in sight. In fact, you came to a point in your life where eating was your way you found happiness. And you had to deprogram all that to become who you are today. And uh, what was so disclosing about the deep work video that you posted, and you actually went back in time about how living up to other people's visions of you and the criticisms they had of you and, um, you know, this, and, and to some extent, maybe even bully. And you went very specific to that. But to how that shaped you and that, you know, life, when you're at the point that you are in your life, sometimes it's good to go back and reflect and say, okay, those things still guide me in some ways. And I, I've got to be focused on how do I sort of unravel that from my psyche so that I can be ultimately free to be the best version of myself. And that's what you're doing, isn't it? We all have patterns and we all have cycles that we go on and what we have to realize is why these patterns keep repeating ourselves, such as, you know, a lot of times our parents program a scarcity mindset into us. Not enough thinking, not enough time, not enough money, not enough sleep, not enough food, whatever. And if we get programmed that in early age, we will repeat that cycle as we mature. And a lot of it's subconscious. We don't even think about the self-destructive things we do to bring us back to a state of scarcity. So you know, as we mature, one of the things we have to do is we almost have to unlearn as much as we learn. Well, my friend, Deborah Harrison, I shared this on at the beginning of my conversation with Fofo Gillage, posted this from Business Mindset 101. And the heading says goals. And here's what it says. Stay away from steel people, S-T-I-L. Steel broke, still complaining, still hating, still nowhere. <laughs> there's a lot of truth in that statement, isn't there? Well, you are the product of your environment. Um, let's be honest. I mean, those you surround yourself with, we've all heard that before, but until you actually start surrounding yourself with people that are going somewhere, you don't know how powerful that really is. And it's not just the people, it's the social media, it's the news. It's, you know, what we see in our daily environments at work. Um, there's so many stimulus that go into our life that if we're not conscious of, will absolutely affect us. So interesting that you have three coaches. I, I love that. I love that actually actually the, the one is a business coach because you are you are really working to build a business around your whole this whole notion of uh, you know connecting the mind, the body and the spirit together. Hey when we come back though, we'll go shift gears actually. I want to know about the kind of training that you're doing for this event that you're working toward. I mean it's pretty intense stuff. So, um, you know, what's your goal? And I'll, tell me, I want you to hear about your eating. What what are you eating? And how? It's just, it's, to me, it's going to be an interesting conversation. So, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Robbie D'Angelo. Broadcasting safe and sound from the coastal Mississippi studios, this is Coast View, View. with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk 103.1. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Robin 
uh, Robbie, Robbie D'Angelo, who's a human optimization coach, a great friend of mine in the show. And uh, Robbie, I wanted to share something with you about the first show that we did together. So it's been a year ago now, it seems. Uh, maybe not quite a year, but it was it was a year ago. And we've been together. It was right before Corona. Multiple times. We've been together since. But um, one of the things that really uh, hit me about our, your story is that you you did it right. So a lot of people, they're either focused on a keto diet or this diet or that and doing that. But at the end of the day, they, as you pointed out before, you got to do what works for you. But it's ultimately, it's about getting a healthy amount of exercise, sleeping well. I mean, th- this is the key to success. Now, look, it's easy for me to say this, but it's another thing to, to pull it out. Get, you, okay, mod- you got to get exercise, a good amount of exercise. You got a good, good, good eight hours, seven to eight hours of sleep a night. You got to drink a ton of water. Water is really important. And then do not g- have a goal to go for the big weight loss. Have a goal to consume slightly less calories than you take in and then focus on you losing as you did about a pound or two a week. And you did that over a course of an entire year. So you started the year, how much did you weigh and how much did you weigh at the end of the year? Um, my initial weight loss, I went from 308 to right at 200 pounds in the course of a calendar year. Yeah. So, so you weren't looking to get there in a course of a few weeks or even a couple of months. You took the long view. It's the art of the long view. And then, by the way, when you take that view, you can then start to embody the the habits that it takes to achieve that goal. And you've continued there. You thought big, as I said a minute ago. You started small, but most of all, you started. And you your expectations, you managed your expectations along the way. That was really important, wasn't it? It wasn't. The, the biggest thing I did was, let's be honest, when I first went on my weight loss journey, I didn't know what I was doing. No one had ever educated me on how to work out for weight loss. I'd always played football, so that's all I knew. Uh, nutrition was something that I had to teach myself as I went through. I didn't know. like I just knew if I ate a certain amount that was less than I was burning, I would lose weight. I had no clue what healthy eating was. Um, so it was something I was learning as I was going, but the thing was, was I didn't give up. I just kept yeah. going and kept learning and kept getting better along the way. So, Robbie, when you started that journey, did you ever in your wildest imagination think that you would actually be competing in events that would evaluate your physical fitness and the way you look, actually, compared to other people? Did you ever think you would find that place? Absolutely not. In fact, you know, story, when I first started my weight loss journey, I'd always dream of like being the guy in the magazine. And I would tell people like one day I'm going to have abs. Like I'm going to have a visible set of abs. And I, they would laugh at me. They're like, come on, bro. Like, really? Come on. You're 300 pounds. Like you're not going to get there. But like I use that fuel to keep me going. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll show you. Just watch me. And so to get what I'm doing now to actually step on stage in bodybuilding, it's something I never thought I'd be doing, but it's one of the best things I've ever done for myself. And so what is a day in the life of you look like these days as you're training? <laughs> it's a very, very structured regiment day. Um, like I get up in the morning, I drink my morning drink um, of electrolytes and other like glutamine, stuff like that. I go do 45 minutes of cardio. I come back. I work for a few hours. Um, over the course of the day, I eat seven meals. Um, I have to work out again that afternoon. Um, everything's very, very structured and regiment, even to the point where I have to drink water at certain times. I have to drink my 
you know, pre-workout and intra-workout at certain times. It's very, very structured. You have to be extremely disciplined to kind of reach this next level. And how long? Okay, so okay, so you you plan to do this event? Mm-hmm. How, okay, back back the time up for us. What what a period? Tell me about the period of time that it takes to get ready for such a thing. <clears throat> So me being, you know, coming from my background of being overweight, it takes me a little longer to get ready for an event like this. So I literally started January 1 for a June 12th event. So about a 21-week preparation. 21 weeks. And it's all structured. The whole 21 weeks is structured? Unbelievably structured. Like almost like every minute of the day, it's pretty planned out. And what's the, okay, so what is the event and what's the goal? What, t- tell me about what, when you get to the end of that 21 weeks, you're going to be in what, what's your goal in terms of where you're going to be and what's the event? So the event is the um, Battle of the Gulf Coast. It's an event that Doug Sellers puts on from Ironworks. I want to bring my best ever package to the stage this year. What about my package is my physique. Last time I competed, I waited too late. I didn't hire a coach. Like I didn't do everything right. So I knew like one of my biggest problems in this world is when I don't give something 100%. And I felt like my last show, I didn't give it 100%. So this year, I totally want to redeem myself and just pour everything I have into this goal that I have. What's interesting to me is that it gives you something to aim for. It gives you something, you know, the competition seems to be sort of secondary to what the real goal is. The real goal seems to me is you're learning more about yourself in the process. You're learning more about discipline. You're learning more about how your body responds to all kinds of things. The the, the workout schedule, the sleep schedule, the your working schedule, you know, um, h- how you eat. Everything about it, it seems to me is just as like you're going you're getting like a PhD in Robbie D'Angelo right now. The biggest thing you learn is how strong you are mentally. Because there's times where you're starving. There's times you don't want to work out. There's time. Look, there is not a morning I want to get up and do morning cardio. So that's the biggest thing you learn is how mentally strong you can be. Yeah. Robbie, it's always so, so cool to talk to you. And, and by the way, you know, how many more weeks do you have before the event? We are right at like 13 and a half weeks. Okay, I'm good. good. I think so. we'll, we'll talk to you in a few weeks and maybe the halfway point. And see how you're doing, and uh, and then as we get closer, we'll we'll we may actually ask you to show us what you're what you've achieved. So uh, closer to the show, we can do that. Okay, that sounds good. This has been Robbie D'Angelo, human optimization coach, and a great friend to to coach you. Good luck to you, man. I hope you stay focused. Appreciate it, Rick. It's been great being on today. You bet. We'll uh, we'll uh, we'll see you later, man, and have a great day. View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I 10 exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.